0: Hi, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past, Rediscovered. When George Washington was elected president, he did what a good boy should do, rode to Fredericksburg, Virginia, to tell his mom. Mary Ball Washington was 80 years old, ancient for a woman of that time, but still formidable. George's visit, according to some accounts, produced one of the great mother-son conversations of all time. When George told her the great news, here's what she replied. I'm dying. George was flustered. That wasn't the response he was expecting. He told her that as soon as he was settled in, he'd visit her. But Mary cut him off. She said, clearly unimpressed, This is the last time you'll ever see me. But go, do your job. That's more important. Just goes to show, mothers will always be mothers. (laughs) Mary Washington was indeed a formidable force. Her husband was a distracted British businessman who had already had two sons from a previous marriage. He didn't pay much attention to George. But George was Mary's firstborn, and she was determined to get the best for him. Mary's husband died when she was about 35 years old. She could have remarried, but a new husband would have gotten title to her land. Plus, Her husband's will had provisions giving his eldest biological son control over George's inheritance if she took a new husband. So she stayed single, a difficult and unusual choice for the time. But Mary had been an orphan since she was 13 and she was used to standing alone. She managed the property herself, saddling up and riding around to collect rent. George's cousin Lawrence later remarked about her, quote, of the mother, I was 10 times more afraid than I ever was of my own parents. Through her independence, Mary nurtured and protected the icon who still stands as almost universally admired, created in many ways. And like so many mothers before and after her, she never let him forget it. Like that time in 1755, when young George was fighting the French alongside General Edward Braddock in the wilds of Pennsylvania, things were going poorly. Braddock would be killed in the next few weeks. And George got a letter from his mother asking him to send her a servant and, we're not making this up, some butter. Butter! Addressing his response to Honored Madam, George replied that he was, quote, Sorry, it is not in my power to provide you with a Dutch servant or the butter you desire. We are quite out of that part of the country where either are to be had there being few or no inhabitants where we now lie in camp. And butter cannot be had here to supply the wants of the army. He also apologized for not visiting the last time he was in Williamsburg. There's also the time in the final heated months of the Revolutionary War when George got a heads up from a buddy back home. His mother had written to the House of Delegates asking for money. From the battlefield, in the midst of the Benedict Arnold scandal, George had to pause to dash off an exasperated reply to his mom. Mary was right, by the way, when she told George she was dying as he headed off to become president. She had breast cancer. George never saw her again after that visit in the spring of 1789. But according to the memoirs of Washington's step-grandson, George Washington Park Hustis. She sent him off in grand fashion. But go, George, she said. Fulfill the high destinies which heaven appears to have intended for you. Go, my son, and may that heaven's and a mother's blessing be with you always. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Gregory Schneider who reported this story for the Washington Post. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod